morning, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> like your pictures. <laughs> All right. Um, communion time is a time when we remember Jesus' work for us and also cleanse our soul to let God to fill us with His Spirit, right? So this is a serious time. So give God a time of uh, confession so we can dump all the dirt and let the Holy Spirit sanctify us. Holy God in heaven, our Creator, our King, our Lord, our Judge, our Redeemer, and our Father, we come to you to acknowledge you as who you are and to thank you for what you have done for us. Most of all, we thank you for what you have done through Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, your eternal Son, whom you sent into the world that you created together. You made him to live as a man, a perfect man who had no sin, but to give up his life to pay for our debts to you. And thanks for his work, thanks for your design, we are now able to restore the relationship, to know your love, and to be able to enter the position that you have created for us as fellow heir of your kingdom to come with Christ Jesus. Thank you for letting the Holy Spirit, who is also God, the person of the Trinity, to enter us, making our body the, uh, the permanent uh, indwelling place for him. Therefore, we became the new temple, the spiritual temple of God. And thank you for giving us this holy position, even though we still have a flesh, but our spirit have been regenerated and holy and does not sin and our soul is being sanctified by the holy spirit as we obey and uh, listen to his still small voice we will be led on the way of righteousness to be more like christ and thank you for the promise of the final glorification so that even our body will be replaced by a new glorious one like Christ after his resurrection. All of these promises were yours from your word, the Bible, that we trust. We come to you today to confess our sins. Since last time we came to the communion, we know that our sins have been paid for forever, once for all, by Christ. We are already called saints, but in reality, our sanctification is not finished yet. We still have wrong thoughts, words, and actions which violate your character and name. For those, we are sorry. We come to you to confess, and we pray that with the confession, you will empower us with, uh, uh, with the ability to defeat temptations and to become more like Christ. We believe that this process is in the, in the work, and we pray that you will make it continue and um, be effective until it's totally done when we see Christ. All of these prayers are done in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit and for your name. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Please stand.
In our communion devotion, we have been doing a series called the uh, Christ in Isaiah, right? We know that the New Testament quoted two Old Testament books the most. What are they? Isaiah and uh, Psalms. And why? Because they prophesied the Messiah the most. Okay? Psalm actually has the most. Isaiah is the second most. And that's how they are quoted. Uh, the order of quotations in the New Testament. Isaiah is a very well-designed book. It has uh, four songs of the servants, four supplements for the songs, and four songs of Messiah, and four odes to Zion. And uh, they correspond to the four images of the, well, of the Messiah in the four Gospels, okay, which correspond to the four images of the, the creatures in the four living beings, right? So um, we are now doing the third one, uh, about uh, which corresponds to Luke, about Christ being the perfect man. And uh, in addition to Christ being portrayed as perfect man, who has no sin but died for our sins, he also portrayed Christ as the, the victorious Messiah. He not only had the Good Friday, he also had the Resurrection Sunday. Okay, So this short passage is about the Messiah as the victorious one. In Isaiah four, uh, 61, 10 through 11, that's called the third song of Messiah. Let me read it for you. Um, I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will exalt in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes the things sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause his righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Christ came, lived as a perfect man. He died for our sins, but he resurrected from the dead. He not only showed us love is giving yourself for your beloved, but he also showed that he has power, he has victory, he has defeated sin and evil, and he will bring righteousness to all nations. Okay. Right now, he's doing it through the church, the Christian. That's what we should do. Not only personally get sanctified in mind, heart, and soul, and spirit, and words, and actions, and do righteousness to the world, but also we are expecting at the end what we cannot finish, Christ will come and finish it all. We can do to a certain level, and often we win and fail, but Christ will win and uh, completely uh, defeating all evils, not only just spiritual evil, but also um, political, military, all kinds of evil powers. That happens in his second coming. We are living between the two comings of Christ, right? He came, he gave him to us, we received him, and he promised to come again to give us in a better sense. Okay, And uh, he gave us a spiritual kingdom, he will give us the full kingdom. We're living in between the two. So that's why we gather together today to remember Christ's sacrifice for us on the cross as we crunch this hard bread 
with our teeth, remember Christ's sacrifice for us. Without his sacrifice, his suffering, um, we would have no hope of um, escaping the claws of sin and evil. But he did, and so we don't have to. And with his sacrifice, he also promised the second coming. This um, drink not only represents his blood, which covers our sins, but it also represents his promise of celebration, that he will come, he will rejoice with us for his victory, for our blessing, for God's honor. So let's remember him. The body of Christ was given to us on the cross. We take this bread in remembrance of him. blood of Christ was shed for us on the cross. We drink this in remembrance of him. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for coming into this world. Thank you for creating us together with the Father. And thank you for coming to this world to redeem our sins. And thank you for defeating sin and death by your faith and trust in the Father's promise and the Holy Spirit's power. You resurrected from the dead. You went back to heaven. You're now sitting on the right side of the Father with all the authorities in heaven and on earth given unto you. And we who have been chosen before the foundation of the world by the triune God and have been redeemed by you, adopted by the Father, indwelt by the Holy Spirit, we are now waiting for a second coming. We pray that as receivers of your grace, we will not make them cheap grace, but we will value and cherish and make your life in us to grow and then to become, uh, uh, to make us become more like you. We pray that process, which is your work, will be so successful that when we, when we see you again, you will call us faithful and we will call you our loving and uh, almighty Lord. In your name we pray.